0: hello guys and welcome to the first podcast from my page at one to our mental health where we talk about all things mental health and having a strong positive mindset and in today's third my first podcast i'll be talking with john from at team sharuda you can find him on instagram and we talk about all things mental health with some sport aspects as well so hope you enjoy it so the quote today everything happens for a reason whatever you put in is what you put out so i guess well yeah let's let's, what's your opinion on that
1: uh well we spoke we uh, we've i've spoken about it lots of times to lots of different people because i didn't really understand it myself at one point Mm. you know um just goes back to what we were just talking about before we started recording with uh sort of understanding a lot of stuff that you say But do you actually understand what it means? Do you actually, like, figure it out yourself? So for me, yeah, things happen for a reason. Um, But, yeah, you have to... It's what you put in as well. Um, But definitely, I would agree with the statement. Um, Things do seem to happen for a reason. The more we control stuff, the more that we don't accept or that we act and react to things. Um, I think the more negative things happen to us for a reason or whatever and okay. we feel like we shouldn't like that that doesn't hold true anymore like you know well that's a load of rubbish because all this stuff's gone on in my life or all these things have gone wrong you know um I mean,
0: <clears throat> from my perspective i mean i think it could it could be cuz as we we spoke about before the impact of positivity and the negativity enormous being able to take it all in but also have that kind of thought process of you know it's things are going to happen and you're going to have to almost reevaluate yourself to be able to engage with what's happening at that present time i'm good i think so mm. i think when positive stuff happens you know everyone's you know yeah oh, yeah this is great this has happened to me Yeah. and then Say so someone's negative happens, like, "Oh, why is this happened?" You know, without yeah. looking at it from a broader, sp- like, perspective, and thinking, "Hold oh, well, on, this—how can I learn from this?" Yeah, in order to move forward. Well, everybody loves it,
1: like, yeah. I mean, I suppose that's that's a classic, isn't it? That'd be me all the way through my life. You know, yeah. if if good things happened, then it happened for a reason. <laughs> yeah. If bad things happened, I would block it out. I'd bury it so that wasn't happening that, that was all bad luck um people um you know get you know judging me you know all, all the stuff that you you know all this all the excuses mm. in the world and i'm not saying that bad things happen to people and there's absolutely nothing that they, they can do about it. it doesn't matter what your mindset is or anything yeah. you know so i'm not um you know i'm not disputing any of that but we're talking about sort of you know what we allow ourselves mm. you know um mm-hmm. But yeah, so the negative stuff comes in and and now me as a person, I allow that and realise that, you know, I need to be sit with it and understand it and that is happening, you know, different things are happening for a reason. Um, What am I going to, how am I going to adjust? How am I going to go with it, you know, accept it? Because then you can be positive then when you accept everything that comes in. It's like fear, for example, you know, when we relate it to football and stuff and, or well, courage. Courage is a yeah. brilliant one, isn't it? Like, you know, and you say to a footballer, you know, your courage, what is what is courage? Well, I'm good in the tackle and, you know, I'm brave when I'm in, you know, and all of that. And I'm in real courage, like, you know, courage with what goes on in here. Like, you know, when you throw the ball out as a goalkeeper and you give it away and it goes in the back of your net, how many times have you recovered and been man of the match after that? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like that's courage mm-hmm. to me sitting with the fear and understanding it and that's the same as you know things happen for a reason that's how you can sort of revert from negative to positive if that makes sense
0: yeah definitely I mean as we're saying kind of before we started this the whole the idea of resilience and how important it is I think not just in listen, you know our our, not expertise but you know in sport you know it's important to have resilience but also in life because you know life isn't always going to be you know happy and you know, there's, there's going to be shit times, and to those that will listen, I mean, just not just have that. It's easy to say to have that mental resilience, but it is a process as well. So being able to build up that mental resilience throughout, because I mean, I'm only 21, and I mean, you know, there's still a lot more shit that could happen to me in the next 25 years or something. So, well, I think with my what's happened to me with in the past, you know, I've, with my depression phases and you know negative thinking negatively all the time it's kind of helped me you know it's a bad thing's turned into a good thing for me because like now i know how to deal with negative experiences and i think people are quick to judge Think you think that negative experiences will almost like shape them in a more of a bad way but you know for me from my perspective it has kind shaped me into who i am today now so
1: Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, i i think um well i was always the person that um i thought i had i think i did have mental resilience i think i did have resilience i've always had resilience to get through the things that I've got through in life you know I mean just like literally I've come on your pod- podcast so I probably need to introduce myself but you know mm-hmm. like um <laughs> I don't need surnames or anything but I'm John and um, I um, literally my life you know we're talking about mental health and, and and what have you within within this like you know my life's been a roller coaster so I was I was a footballer um, but that didn't shouldn't have defined me. And um, I, I now class myself very happily as a failed footballer. Um, but, you know, I didn't understand all of that. Um, so I went through life, you know, sort of like obviously I came out of pro football and played semi pro football and went into coaching. But um, everything that I did during the course of my career, football career, sort of reflected on life in general and, you um, at a very early age i felt like a failure you know because i failed to make it at the, at the grade that i wanted to make at and then then my life just sort of went that way you know like i felt like i was failing all the time yeah so and i'll get back to the what the question that you just that you just talked about about resilience was like i felt like i was failing so what other people would have perceived as a really successful career in like you know semi pro football and all the rest of it i i always felt like i was failing all the time but obviously that progressed then into into my life in general um i mean i'm resilient in the fact that i keep going you know and i've had some real lows and obviously i was i I went through addiction and, and and all sorts and um culminated in trying to take my own life three times you know but i i literally um felt like um i had resilience But what I was doing was I was being resilient. I kept bouncing back, bouncing back, but I was on this vicious circle because I was never really looking deep enough to understand what was going on with myself, to understand what all these words that we probably now talk about was all about. Um, And um, so resilience for me really now is like, um, and I coach and I do all the mental coaching and everything now because of my journey and obviously my education and that now. But so resilience for me really is like about, um about that, what goes on in your head, but understanding it completely and utterly and sitting with all the feelings and emotions and all of those things and that's what allows you to be resilient because when I was thinking I was being resilient before, I was sort of it was fluffy. Mm. And I was sort of brushing over the surface of what was actually I was never getting to grips with anything. Mm. So resilience in 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 real terms now is like sort of you know bouncing back and understanding that you can learn from failure and all of those things and being happy and comfortable in yourself resilience before was like a horrible like you know it was being resilient in terms of like you know like but always unhappy always negative always feeling like a failure bouncing back from that that's no life to live like, you know, that's an awful way to be like, so resilience for me now is totally the opposite. Mm. Understanding everything and, you know, like realizing what we was talking about before we came on air, like, you know, about being consistent and letting go of all the control and all the fear and, and all of those things Like you know, showing courage and all of that. So yeah, that's, that's, that's what I, I mean, that's even what I coach, you know, I coach human connection, mm-hmm. understanding yourself and, um, and resilience like you know it's a it's a massive thing for for me um so yeah
0: i mean obviously with the the issues of mental health i mean what kind of things you know you see like the likes of tyson fury say how important exercise was for him to um get to where he is now you know he, he you know people that listen listening will know who he is but if you don't know who he is just Google Tyson Fury's story and, you know, I'm sure many people will be able to relate to what he's gone through. So, I mean, what type of things would you say you've you've learned that helps you get through any bad stages, or the bad stages you've had in your life? And then I'll talk about mine.
1: Yeah, okay. I mean, talk about Tyson Fury. I think um, what, um, I think you'll talk about this further down the line as well, is that his his i mean his 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 comeback was amazing Mm. getting physically fit from like you know i've been there like you know i've been like sort of six stone heavier than what i am now you know completely shattered as a person like you know run down depressed you know heavy drinker all of that um but his comeback was amazing so getting physically fit but i think what he he talks about a lot in, you know, if you read between the lines, and I think he does it quite often in interviews and stuff. Is he? He got this sorted out. Yeah. 100%. Before he started on that journey of getting himself back physically fit, he started to understand himself, understand depression, understand what it was all about and what it meant. And then obviously, once he got that mental. He's always been mentally tough. You have to be to be in that game, you know, yeah. to be a, a a world champion boxer. But I think, yeah, he, he sort of started to understand himself and understand what was going on with him. And then the physical fitness and his routine and his structure and his work ethic and all of that then came into play. So I think mental comes always. Mm-hmm. That realization of what it is that's going on with you and what you need to do to get better, or to whatever your situation is and whatever you're in, he was in the depths, like so. He was like rock bottom, and I was as well, you know. And I kept trying to get mm. phys- yeah, I, I kept trying to get physically fit because I thought that that would sort me out. I thought it would help me, you know. And it does to a point, mm, but you just keep spiraling back down again because you're not dealing with anything that's really oh, going man.
0: on inside we've said before you know when we chatted before how important well how important we feel that most things in life is 70% mental and 30% is the rest of it and, you know for example in sport I mean absolutely you see the importance of how being that mental I mean for me I've started working with a sports you know performance mindset coach yeah and you know just talking about myself, I mean, and just talking to him about how important that side is and how it can improve, you know, not only my football performances, but then also my, me mentally, like ever since I started that, it's like how I've improved mentally, even in life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Dave, we talked about this before with you as well, like, you know, having that person... you know i mean he's fully qualified even even a mentor for me when i was younger would have been helpful it's going through all of those emotions and feelings that we all we all suppress Mm -hmm. lads and blokes massively massively like you know um i came off a council estate you know and, and I had to be I had to be um strong I had to be you know I would have been eaten alive if I had not been the person but what, ha- what what resulted in that is I suppressed every single feeling emotion and we've talked about this like you know and I think you're the same there's a massive difference between um physical and mental and when we suppress all those feelings and all those emotions and stuff, because we think we we have to be a certain sort of person mm. to be like an elite sports person or to be whatever, you know, to be in the jungle and, you know, like survive all of that and everything gets suppressed. And, and, and I, I just obviously realised, and, and you're now realising, that it's not about that, like, you know, feelings, emotions, all of that. That's bravery. That's courage. That's showing I mean, all of I mean, that I mean, and I mean, letting it out.
0: It means so much more than, you know, you can, you know, for the people, like, especially my age, we all worry about what we look like, or what we or, or, what we want to, you know, what we want to perceive to be as, but it's, if you're not right in your head, like, for me, I used to give so much, I used to give so much thought, like, wasted thought on what other people think of me, and how, you know, how they might think if I did this, or... And that's when I was in such a negative space. Like, and now I couldn't give a shit what anyone else thinks. I'm focused on myself and being able to be my own person and not worry about what anyone, what anyone else thinks. And I think especially my generation, it's so important that, you know, you love yourself first, you know. Well,
1: that allows you to deal with everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I, m- me, personally, I think... I i'd be lying if i said that i don't still care a little bit um it's still there it's 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 learned behavior you know worrying about what other people think and you know what you look like how you act and all of that but i'm completely real as a person now compared to what i was before it's like night and day mm. um but going to what we were talking about with your your um your coach now and it's a similar thing to what i do it's like um understanding that like you know your feelings and your emotions and tyson fury for example learned to you know say it like you know he comes on and like he's a world champion boxer supposed to be hard as nails a gypsy and all the rest of it talking about being a sensitive person talking about being vulnerable talking about the fear that he you know i mean that classic isn't it is like uh mike tyson Hmm. you know how how he he, he's now he's now come out and said that that, you know as brave as he he was fighting wise he was actually sick and and felt absolutely nauseous before a fight he was that scared um jesus like you know so like if these if these guys can do it and be vulnerable and understand fear and you know you know letting go of your feelings emotions you're being vulnerable and all of that and how it can make you a better person that's amazing but you'll find that the best sports people now are realizing that that's what they need to do to be able to go from we're talking about good you know real like uh, good levels to be able to go from there to there because ability and work ethic and all of that means nothing once you get to a certain level everything's up here but then it transpires into your life so they're they're more rounded people in life as well because they've understood themselves like you know and they stick with the fear and not being able to control what the outcomes because that that stops us. It stops you as a as a goalkeeper. You you're too concerned about the outcomes, mm-hmm. whether we we're gonna win, whether you're gonna have a good game, whether you're gonna do you know what I mean? Rather than just
0: letting all of that go
1: and being well, vulnerable I mean, and understanding so. that there's an element of fear there. Like, you know
0: so. that also applies applies in life, I think, with, I know massively you know i was at a stage where i'd fear but what the outcome is i mean sometimes i still do but i think i've re- i'm learning more about the importance of you know just as we went go go back to the current, you know don't be scared to try something You know, it's going to happen if it's going to happen it's going to happen everything happens for a reason but if you go into it with the right mindset you're more likely to you, you're more yeah you're more likely to potentially 'Cause if you if you're going into something negative, for negative like mindset, you think, Oh, it's gonna go wrong or you know, it's not gonna go right, it's just you're you're already doubting what's gonna happen, like you have no control on what's gonna happen in life.
1: Right. Well what the, what's the result of that? Like, you know, I talk to lads about uh football, but only the mental stuff. Mm. So like when they say, like, well, how do you feel like you know, before a game, well I feel a little bit nervous, you know, but What's going on in your head? Well, I'm, you know, sometimes I'm worried about. I need to get the first five minutes right, so I need my first five passes and all of this and all this stuff. So all this crap, shit, is going through your head. Mm. And like, you know, but what? So what can you do about that? Like, you know, like what could you do if like you gave the first five passes away? What would? What can you do? Well, nothing.
0: So you know, so you can. Because what I've learned is from my perspective if something for example in my game has gone wrong you know I've got I've just I've got a word that you know that I've been taught to use well I haven't been taught to use. So I've kind of ingrained that if something's gone wrong I almost have like a I say to myself switch and then it kind of just clear it all because when you I mean sport and in life if you keep have, if you don't express stuff or recognise when things are going wrong in your head and don't talk about them it's just, it's just going to cause you more problems yeah
1: I mean I'd say like the opposite to people say well you know I just try not to think about it I'd say the opposite when I'm coaching I say no think about it Mm -hmm. actually think about it let it in and then just accept it and you get like some sort of peace comes over you You think well what what will be you know the, the the quote that you've just started off with you know what will be will be or you know and as soon as you accept that everything else takes over then your ability your your work ethic what you've been training for all of that that acceptance you're not trying to control the situation you're only trying to control yourself and what you're capable of doing that's yeah, it definitely you know and it's, it's it's so easy to say but it's not yeah, very easy to do exactly. and i know we're talking we're talking yeah. about it like football because we're both footballers yeah, but it's in life as well
0: yeah 100 percent. and it is anything so there is a everyone says oh yeah you know you just need to be mentally strong but as we kind of spoke about before it's, it's does it's not a it's not a quick thing it's a process like everyone i think personally i think in my generation everyone thinks you know they they want that quick you know they want it to be sorted quickly but it's just it's not like that and being able to recognize that you know you stuff in life takes time in general you know so it's important yeah. just to keep keep yourself ticking in terms of Recognize them when you're down, and also recognize how you can fix that. I mean, my my thing is exercise, you know, football, and also doing you know doing my page, and you know it helps me to just keep myself keep myself taken over.
1: Yeah what's well, learn learn um learnt behavior you know when we talk about repetition, repetition, repetition as a child, like you know when you're learning to walk yeah. and you just keep a child just keeps getting back up, falling down, getting back up, just keeps yeah. learning learning learning, and it's the same like and people completely happy with that when it's physical, yeah. so when we're footballing, we say like well, you can have loads of ability, you know, gifted, whatever. But then it's repetition, repetition. The best people do that. And you go, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a given. Nobody even, you know, but it's the same with your mind. Mm -hmm. It's the same thought process. You can't just go like all of a sudden just like, you know, I mean, I get people now like will say to me, well, so what do I need to do to change the way, you know, change my negative to positive and all of that? And they think that I've got some sort of quick remedy, some magic potion that I'm just going to say once or twice and then they're going to go, okay, I'll go away and do that. And actually a lot of people do do that. They think, well, I'm just going to think positive and everything will be okay. It's not, it's repeat, 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 repeat Mm. until until it's ingrained. So that thinking behaviour, it has to be ingrained. So it's the same as learning to pass a ball and you bang it against the wall all day for a year. Mm. (laughs) you know and and then all of a sudden you know and that's the same as all of these thought processes in terms of what we're talking about so like you know for for sports but then it progresses into your life so it's not a quick fix there's no shortcut Mm. you can't get like you can't go to a coach or you know you're going to a sports um, psychologist and in two sessions he's going to change your mentality or whatever he might make a difference Mm but it takes a long time and you've got to do 99% of the work yourself.
0: I've been working with him for, uh, from, I think, some, from September. I mean, if I prepare mm. myself mentally then and now, it's, it's hugely yeah. different. and that's what, six months? Yeah, six months. Yeah. It's, it, it doesn't just happen. You have to keep applying it until you, it, it will eventually click and even now, there's still much more you can learn because I think up here, there's so much more things you can learn. It never stops because obviously your brain's always working, and there's so much more you can engage yourself with and learn yeah. about. It's a never-ending yeah. thing, and the more I think people learn about, you know, their mentality and that side of their that side of them, the better I think everyone will become because you know, especially us lads, you know, it's not we don't really want like to talk about um how we all feel and i did a video on it on my page it's bad isn't it yeah you know
1: I think we would start i think the, the, it's starting to turn because obviously people like tyson fury and mike tyson for example um uh, mike Tyson's slightly different but he still talks about this stuff like you know but he um but they if they can do it and top sports people are talking about being vulnerable you know, like Ronaldo, like sort of out, mm-hmm. handing over and, you know, all of these things like, you know, Um it's funny, isn't it? Because uh, we both like, I'm back in, I'm back in education, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. studying all sorts like, but like, you know, partly psychology and stuff as well. And you're in education and they say like education, so like your IQ, for example, you know, for a certain period of time, it's going up and up and up, like, you know, and then it takes a dip and it goes down and down and down. Whereas emotional, Mm-hmm. emotional intelligence if you work hard enough that will constantly mm-hmm. be on an upward spiral it never dips but you know unless it's funny allowed, because
0: unless you're allowed to dip
1: exactly but with somebody like me that's older my iq should be going like that and in actual fact because my emotional intelligence is going up my iq is actually starting to go that way as well so it just shows to me that everything is about this. So your emotional intelligence will can actually can actually change your overall intelligence which is pretty astounding. It's amazing really, you know. So that's how important it is.
0: Yeah. And when did you start to kind of think about how important mental health is? Would you say? because obviously you're 50 oh, you don't mind me saying how long oh no 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 i don't mind at all i'm 53 yeah, now i mean when um, you started to really think about you know your mental health and yeah if you want to share the importance of that
1: well i was thinking about it for a long time before i did anything about it mm. because i was thinking about it negatively i was on a spiral like you know i went through addiction i went through real bad times like you know sort of rock bottom after rock bottom so I was always thinking about how bad my mental health was but I think I was thinking about I couldn't get better I couldn't change my mindset at all because I was just thinking I was on a spiral of thinking how I did nothing you can do about that at certain periods of your life unless you get people around you to change that mindset but realistically changing from to to go on an upward curve I'd say five years um but two years of that I was still in big trouble Mm. you know two of those years I was still actively in addiction um I was still um constantly getting up with a negative mindset thinking about taking my own life on a you know day and night and then obviously I went uh I say obviously not obviously to people that are listening um I started to really you know say to myself do you know what I, I want to be around like, you know, and, um, I need to do something about this. And I know that I'm burying a lot. So I know that I can't, I don't understand myself. I don't, you know, so I went into rehab and, um, and that's when it started to change for me. You know, I've literally started to see, you know, I, I'll be honest with you, you know, I went into rehab and, and, and I didn't get it, but I knew that if I walked back out the door the other way, I was, I was done. Mm. finito you know and i'll tell you a little story which goes back to like everything happens for a reason i think this was my turning point and it's mm-hmm. it's only a, a, a little story yeah i know when i was <laughs> old, so I left, sorry about that um when um you have to uh there's a certain time um where you um you tell your life story mm. and um I went. I basically did about 15 pages of my life, and um, I had to speak out loud to a, a, a whole group of people and um i had 15 pages of writing and i and i thought you know and i and i read my whole life story out and i thought you know i was talking about my football as a youngster all the highs and all the lows i was talking about everything you know and i thought at the end of that when i told this my life story to everybody at the end of it Everybody was going to give me a round of applause. You know, my ego was up there somewhere, and everybody was going to say, Oh, man, that's mad. That's amazing. That, you know, what a life, like you know. And do you know what they turned my coaches and my, my um, therapist turned around and said, Probably only a page and a half, two pages of that where you was actually real, mm. where you actually said what was actually going on. And I thought, Jesus. And, you know, I went a lot myself away in my, my room and I rewrote it and it was only five pages long and I went back in and I actually got real and I told the, you know, the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth and right down deep all my feelings, all my emotions, how I felt as a kid, how vulnerable I was, how, how much I feared everything, how things had affected me as a person and how badly I felt about myself. Um, And how badly I felt about letting people down and and all of those things. You know, my ego had like dropped to virtually zero. I didn't care anymore what people in that room thought. I just wanted to spill the beans. I just wanted to tell everybody exactly what was going on for John. Mm. And it was five pages instead of 15 pages. No fluffiness, no bullshit, no flannel, just real raw emotion feelings and thoughts childhood trauma all of those things that's when my mental health started to change and i think that's you know, when it started to go upwards instead of downwards when i got completely and utterly real with myself and
0: understood what they meant what you what you're saying is so important i think the idea of being real for yourself you know i think a lot of us we quick to brush it off what's happened to you in your life and not talk about it because yeah. i've found that you know just talking about stuff it was well, surrounding the topic of mental health just with you and all the people that are, you know close to me in my life has helped me like a lot you know just i've got a good friend that you know me and him we speak about how because we was we always ask each other i actually met him yesterday you know how are you like you know, mentally. I always, always I think it's it's what we need to do, I think, is as people need to when we ask how are you, ask how are you mentally first because I think we're always quick to go, oh yeah, how are you? But you don't really get that answer. I think the the quicker we can all realise that talking about men how you are mentally is far better than, you know, what do you do on fucking Sunday or something, do you know what I
1: mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I just before we came online, I just said to you, my my, because my, I physical coach as well, so I do football coaching and physical coaching with like others. But my coaching partner is sh- struggling at the minute, and um, I went over to see him, and I did what you just said there, like you know. Um, you know like how are you yeah I'm. no tell me how you really are like and
0: and, but not only that I think me
1: being vulnerable saying that I'm struggling sometimes I don't feel too good today you know I feel a bit low I feel a bit anxious whatever allows other people to start talking about their feelings and emotions as well I think being vulnerable yourself will open other people up as well so that's
0: I mean the how are you really is the question you know you've seen it on (laughs) online on you know just when some, you ask, how are you, you know, people just go, oh, yeah, I am okay. But well, then, you know, that that second, how are you really is... And if you have that connection with someone and, you, you know, you have that good friendship with someone, if they can open up to you and you can open up to them, it just helps the situation if they are feeling negative.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Human connection, it's important, isn't it? But I think we go through life like not really connecting. Mm. Really? Not really. Yeah. Really, not really connecting. I... I this is only me personally. That was a major, I mean, I, I now coach Connection. Yeah. But that was a major stumbling block for me. I never felt like I belonged. Never felt like I belonged anywhere, like in a home or, you know, like um, as a kid, like within a family unit and then football. Never felt like I belonged for a, to a, you know, where I went through loads of football clubs, but it wasn't the football club. It wasn't the friends. It wasn't the family. It was me. I couldn't, I couldn't get that connection. I felt disconnected. The reason being is because I disconnected myself internally, because I subdued all my feelings, my emotions, my fears, my behaviour, my anxiety, my everything. Like you know, and until all that comes to the surface, and once it does, like I said, my mental health went on on an upward spiral. So did my connection and being feel like I belong in places when i never felt like i belonged you know anywhere before like you know um saying things like that as a bloke is very difficult especially like a younger guy as well Mm. um see i went through life not even like i couldn't understand what everybody was what's all this love stuff I don't even feel like, I don't don't even feel it. I don't know what you're on about. And so I'm weird. There's something wrong with me. I feel really strange. All of this stuff is internal. It's all going on inside me. Why can't I love like everybody else seems to? All of this stuff, like, you know, never saying any of that out loud so that you can get the right answers and giving yourself the wrong internal answers all the time. That's all part of it. That's all part of connection and understanding what it's all about um i think a lot of lads feel like that now i know because i'm talking to them all the time you know but they never say it they never they never come out and say i feel disconnected i don't feel like i can love or whatever the case may be like you know a lot of it's to do with childhood but we're not gonna get into that kind of my
0: next kind of little topic to talk about i mean you know you've worked with you know young people now and i'm i'm i have my own experiences of mental health and stuff but what do you think like in today's society affects young especially young people's you know mental health and how do you well what have you recognized or if you can give any insight into what you think that's my take on
1: it. well
0: my well i can
1: only like i don't think we're changing so like i talk about myself a lot to younger lads And they resonate with it because they think, yeah, I feel like that. Um, I don't think we are, we're suppressing.
0: Mm.
1: Well, you know, as a a society, as a general, you know, every generation is coming up and it's not changing. We're suppressing Mm. everything. We're suppressing our feelings, our emotions and understanding ourselves. I think that is the key. And we feel like, we feel like talking about this stuff is a negative. We feel like it's a weakness instead of a strength. We feel if we're vulnerable in any way, shape. I mean, I said to you about when my child had come off a council estate, I needed to be tough because they would have eaten me alive otherwise. But then I suppressed everything. So, like, then I turned into this person that didn't even know himself. I think I speak to a lot of lads now. And I say this and they're nodding their heads. They're going, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know who I am. I don't, you know, and I I would shit myself. I'd be so scared of like coming out and saying some of the stuff that you're saying, John, we, I can say it to you now privately, but if we did a podcast or something, I wouldn't want to say all those, you know, I feel vulnerable. I feel anxious all the time. I feel like I'm not achieving. Um, I feel like I've got to be whatever, when we're talking about blokes, um, feel like I've, i'm i'm um i've got to put on this you know this this front, yeah. this front. but i think girls do as well mm. i think you know they feel like they have to be a certain way a certain way yeah. I, 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 again i have got a story for everything i know but i mean <laughs> like this is i i say this to a lot of youngsters and they and again they all nod their head like you know mm. as soon as i used to walk into a room at university or at college or whatever like you know I would straight away, I'd be looking at everybody. I'd be trying to work out what they're all thinking, trying to work out what I needed to be. What do I need to be to be accepted in here? Saying,
0: I'm, it's crazy that. Um,
1: you know, um, instead like of going that. in and saying, I'm, I'm going to be myself. And like, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. You'll probably find that by being yourself, more people are like it than than don't. Mm-hmm. But we're insecure. Think- we can't,
0: we can't do it. That's a good thing. Well, I mean, for me, especially, and even like when I was at secondary school, I don't know, I was like quite severely bullied. So I was always worried about yeah. what other people think. And I'd go into it and be like, yeah. oh, who's, who's going to say something? And then I've come to uni and I had, when I first started last year, I'm second year at Bournemouth University. So when I first started at uni last year, I kind of had that, you know, little, because, you know, you, when stuff has happened to you in the past, you know, it does kind of still resonate with you and, you know, because it's a similar age group, you know, I'm yeah. going to the first year of uni, you know, with that little doubt, but, you know, I learned that the best thing to do is just be yourself and then whoever you're going know, to surround yourself with is going to, you know, so yeah, I think that's so important. You know, I think we're all quick to think, oh, what's he going to say or what she's going to say or just be yourself. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah.
1: I think I find myself what I was doing and now talking to other people, they seem to be doing the same thing. I was chasing the wrong people as well. Cause I was like, literally I was trying to make people accept me, like me, whatever. And I was always looking to certain people and thinking, right, I need him to or her to be, you know, and they're not your people though, like, you know? So when you're, when you're real and when you're actually like, so I'm going to be Liam, I'm going to be John in this room. And then people can make up their mind whether they like me or not. And, like, fuck
0: everybody else. Yeah, that's though. what I was literally about to say. You, you know? know? If they don't like but me, then
1: you get the right people in your life. So I went through life get having the wrong people in my life all the time because I was chasing it. It wasn't their fault. It was mine because I was chasing them because I thought that's what I needed. But what I needed to do was to actually be John and then the right people would be attracted to John, for John, and then I'll be with the right people. Now, it doesn't work like that always, but you'll find it works more often than not. Um, I said to somebody a while back, I went, I've went, i gone through life, I've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of acquaintances. Very few real friends, like because I couldn't make that connection. But also probably, no blame, my fault as well as theirs, but I'm looking for acceptance and i'm looking for stuff in people that i shouldn't be looking for and i shouldn't be looking at those people they're not the right people for me that's a massive learning curve and i I think and i try to say that to younger lads you know if you are yourself you will attract
0: the right females and the right males i mean you know I think, so I think people my age I and mean, then obviously maybe even close to my age and also below, I think we're all trying to force, I think people are quick, people force someone they're not in order to try and get with a crowd. I think that's quite common with younger yeah. ages.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I know I, when I was at school, I was, if I compared to myself, the person I am today and the person I was then, it's completely different. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's crazy like yeah. I, I think what I, people need to realize is that if you you need to be you in order to just be able to be confident in yourself to surround yourself with the right people and being able to work with them and talk with them i think the best relationship i've had is the ones that you can talk about the stuff we're talking about with yeah and then they don't shy away from it i mean i don't yeah. i don't want to say shy away from it. that's actually a wrong thing they don't some people are reluctant to talk about it because obviously they don't want to feel vulnerable. But yeah. for me, my perspective, I think I've had the best connections to, with people that I have talked to about it. So, well, they're your people.
1: You, you know, I don't know, You can disagree with me, but I'm I'm only looking at you from the outside and finding out what sort of person you are. You know, and you and I believe you're very similar to me. You know, we are. We're, we're sensitive we're like you know that doesn't make you weak no. you know you stick, you know I'm not, I'm not trying to be macho here but you stick me in a boxing ring even at 53 and i'll hold my own mm. but i'm talking about that means nothing that's irrelevant like you know like i'm sensitive i'm insecure i'm you know i i feel deeply when somebody says something it can hurt me enormously like you know so Being around those people, a lot of the time you can't get in touch with them because everybody's doing the same thing. You know, like people that you say, well, they don't really want to talk about this stuff. Why? Because they're insecure themselves. They feel uncomfortable with it, you know. So obviously, but you're at a point in your life where you need those people around you. So you go looking for like minded people that you can talk to and you can say, you know, I feel crap today, you know, and you can talk about your feelings and emotions and feel comfortable doing it. The more young kids do that, the better. But you can't expect everybody to be on the same level. Um, they're not.
0: Mm, cause talk, and they won't be. As you know? about it's a process, you know. Is people yeah. People going to have, you know, as I compare myself to myself, compare me six months ago and now, my mindset has completely just gone like that. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think once people start to realise that, you know, it's not going to be an instant thing, you know, it, you will have bad days and you will have good days you know it's not gonna when you are going say you are getting help or talking to people that realization of you know dealing with the adversities as they come and then also taking in the positives is important
1: yeah 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 massively i wonder i I live day to day so i don't like sort of try and look too far in the future but i'm going to say something to you now because obviously i do it with some of the lads and i i i know for a fact because you know when you just get a connection me and you will be talking in a year's time two years time whatever um but it's interesting because you know what i talked about iq you're in university but emotional intelligence and i think that you're gathering Mm. those emotional intelligence all the thoughts you know you're allowing it all to come in researching working with you know, people like me and others and people of your own age group. And I wonder where your success, like in terms of success is only relative to yourself. So like, I'm I'm just talking about your personal success, but I hazard a guess as your emotional intelligence and your awareness and how you allow things like you do, I should imagine that you will be going like that. And I should imagine you'll find your sport easier You'll find your college work easier. You'll find, you know, you'll have dips, of course you will. But overall, allowing all these things to come in and being vulnerable, accepting stuff, you know, um, I think um, it'd be interesting if we come and do another podcast a little bit further, you know, whatever, like mm-hmm. this particular podcast and then do it in 12 months time and talk in relation to what's gone on in in our lives, like for that period of time, I should imagine you'll see a huge difference and it'll all be pluses, not minuses.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Mm. Just to kind of not finish up, but another little to talk about, you know, there's quite a lot of things, obviously in our life that will influence how our mind works. Yeah. And, you know, when the negative starts to happen, you know, sometimes... common theme is you know there's been a lot of adversity in a short period of time so how and that's that does affect men people's mental health so what would you say is the best way to kind of deal with that adversity and being able to recognize it and learn from it how would you say give your opinion on that the best way
1: to deal with it and the worst or Yin and Yang. So, the worst way to deal with it and the best way to deal with it. um, um Adversity for me was a crippler. Mm. It used to, um you know, like failure. You know, like I talked about that right, you know, sort of right at the start, like, you know, where it, it knocked me for six. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it, like, you know, and I, that, so I'd avoid it. So, I'd rather not do something than fail, mm. you know, so I would have avoidance was a massive part of of that so i would play football for example at a certain level rather than going up so that i didn't i didn't feel like i was failing (laughs) all sorts affected you know now now adversity for me now as a person is like you know how i deal with it is to acceptance massive Mm -hmm. you know accept that it's a learning curve for me it's um i don't avoid anything I accept and I sit with it. You know, I don't try and suppress. Like, you know, when I was talking about being in a changing room and like saying lads will say, well, i just get rid of the thoughts. No, allow the thoughts in and accept them. Like, you know, so something's gone wrong. Accept it, understand it, even question it. Try and mm-hmm. find out why it's made you feel the way it's made you feel. You know, why have I felt really down because something's gone on in my life? You know, so adversity for me now is a plus rather than a negative. It's like, it's like I accept it all in and it actually allows me to progress. It actually allows me to become a better person, to understand myself better, to, um, it's almost like a beautiful thing, you know, like if this podcast goes wrong, we could, we can both go away and go, oh no, what happened there? Like, you know, or we can go, do you know what? That was brilliant. I learned so much from that, like saying that instead of saying that and doing this instead of doing this. And now well, I'm going to be a better person now next week when I do it again, or, you know, when I, you know, like I can see what's happened and I can choose to be positive about it rather than negative about it. So I don't know, does that answer, how well, do I you mean, feel about it? Like, you know, I
0: think obviously with the thing of the negatives of university when it happens I think when it does happen, in, like a lot in a short period of time, I think people are quick to go, "Oh fuck, my life's, can't, you know, it's nothing's yeah. going right for me." Yeah. But I think also the problem is, I think a lot of people might relate to this, but a lot of people will just sit with it in their heads and not deal with it. Yeah. I think people will think they'll think about it. Yeah. But. Not actually engage with it and realise what you can do with what's gone on and potentially learn from it. But I think another thing is important that if someone has gone wrong and you're sitting sitting with it, eventually it will build up. And then I think with me, when I was all the stuff that was going on when I was 16, 17, 18, even all the way through my school stuff, I kept building up, building up, and then you get to a breaking point. You know, having the suicidal thoughts like I've had. doing a bit of self-harm like I've done but I think because it built up built up, eventually you'll reach that breaking point so I think it's so important that people deal with it not as quickly as I think yeah quickly as possible in order to stop that build up because that's what that's what I think unfortunately that's what happens with you know you see the numbers of suicides recently of men I think it's one in four now or experience right. that kind of thing. So I think
1: exactly what you're talking about as well.
0: Exactly
1: it. what you what do you actually we all do that, don't we? we? We we build it up. We think that you know like again I suppose yeah that's a great point that is because I say this a lot like sit with your thoughts. But then once you've understood them, what are you going to do? Like what are you actually going to do? What are you going to action? You know, like I said, something goes wrong, could be small or large in your life, understand it, but then what are you actually going to do? Like, you know, how are you going to, you can only sit with something for so long or suppress something for so long before you really start to feel quite bad. You know, like, so action in negative or positive, you can't always be positive. Some You have to allow negativity in as well, you know?
0: No, I think there's a, Ever, you know, people come and say, you know, you can't always be positive, but you can see negative situation positively, if you know what I mean. Yeah, t- yeah. turn them around, yeah, action them, then know, action them. Really, people will struggle with that, and you know, obviously, that's you know, people aren't going to be able to be as mentally strong maybe as we are now and talking about it. But as I said, yeah. we were people that listen there, we were at that place, you know. It's, <sighs>
1: i was desperate i tell you honestly i don't think i don't think i think there was a good there was a good 10 years of my life that almost nearly everything was negative everything was a negative response there was parts of my life like years ago where a lot of it was you know very little positive like you know i'd go through little spells but the majority of my life was like woes john like you know i'm hard done by i got a bad coach i got a bad life i got i had a bad childhood i had this i had that i had the other did i possibly mm. but i never did anything about it i just sat and wallowed in it you know now don't get me wrong i don't want people coming on your dms and saying you know what you know what can you do about you know you know i'm talking from experience so like I mean, come at me if you it. want really because like you know like it is about what you got to do about it you know and i was never prepared to do anything and it's not until you action in a positive way rather than a negative way that anything will change for you as a person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? And it's a downward spiral. And once you're in it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's so bloody hard to get it's out. Probably, like, you know?
0: It happens fucking quickly. I mean, it was very, very quick. I mean, throughout secondary school, you know, it was crazy how. Because it was what I found frustrating in my life, especially, is. The negatives would be so sharp and quick. The positives would happen and it just go straight into negative. negative. <laughs> but, like thinking about, as I said, you know, I was thinking about where I was eight, you know, five, six years ago and where I am now. You know, it's crazy. And I, I mean, even then, I'd never thought I'd ever, ever speak about the stuff like I'm speaking about now because I used to so internalize it. know me. Like, yeah normally thought i would have been speaking about it to someone you know on a podcast like aren't we doing that jesus i mean i know
1: i can do you know i can remember being in a, a coach's, a manager's office and um my 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 confidence used to go up and down like as a footballer but in life as well you know i related back to football because that's okay. what i do but i was in a manager's office and he, he turned around to me and he said what's going on with you like, you know like why 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 are you playing so poorly? Point one. Like, you know, and like, how come you can be like up here somewhere? Or what so, like, you know, like when were you two months ago, you were playing, you were on fire. You were playing so well. He said, and now, you know, and what's, what's going on? And I, do you know, and I sat there and I, I, I sort of almost spilt the beans. Like, you know, I sort of said, well, I've got, you know, I've got a few problems mentally. I don't feel quite right. And, you know, like, um, talking about my feelings a little bit like you know Mm. and like my confidence like you know nothing wrong with my ability but my confidence and I feel like um people are judging me I feel like you know I get really nervous and anxious like you know even being sat in this and he, he he looked at me with a blank blank face like completely blank and just like looked at me and just went what the fuck are you on about and oh, I literally asked uh, 30 years ago, it's 20, quite... 20, 20 odd, 20 odd years ago, but I literally walked out the room and I thought, I'm never doing that again. Like, I'm never fucking doing it. I am never, ever mm-hmm. going to say to somebody, I'm feeling a certain way, you know, because I let me guard, you know, I felt like I'd let me guard down, you know, and I thought that ain't happening again, like, you know. So I used to put on this other exterior, like, you know, and, and to be fair, like football wise, it learnt me a lesson. And I did do a lot better confidence wise. Cause you know, I sort of like gritted my teeth and said, you know what, I'll show you. But it dented me personally and internally. I don't think, you know, like those, those things like, you know, happen in life as well as in football terms or sports terms, but they don't you, unless you deal with them. Mm-hmm. If you suppress them, you keep them um, you know bad manager i don't think they've changed a lot to be honest with you i've got I'm quite controversial about coaches and stuff and all yeah, of that. that there's brilliant coaches out there um but i'd say a lot of them are crap because they don't deal with any of this stuff they don't they don't talk to it they don't use it as a um they have none of these tools none of these emotional tools to be able to deal with people not just footballers or sports people or whatever and they're coaching anybody can go and get a load of badges and be a good coach physically but mentally not many of them not many out there you know you i know talking to you you've gone through some bad patches with coaches and stuff same as me it's because they're crap <laughs> i ain't gonna sugarcoat it it's because they're crap they don't do anything emotionally They don't deal with any feelings themselves. How can they be good emotionally and feeling-wise? You've got to remember there's a lot of coaches out there like we were or like I was. I was a crap coach as well, by the way, really crap. Physically good, and a lot of the kids that have grown up now would say, no, John was a good coach. But I know I was rubbish because I I didn't have any of these skills that I've got now. I wasn't coaching. I was coaching football, yeah, but I wasn't coaching this. And got a clue, you know, so controversial sorry but mm-hmm. that's just me like you know I say it as it is like
0: you know that's no, the best way I think yeah I mean, the whole the football environment we can talk about in a different
1: uh, yeah it's another one <laughs>
0: um, but no just to finish up you know obviously with the, the the notion of negative thinking and you know what advice would you say to those that are listening to almost to stay positive and be driven to like to keep yourself almost in that good mindset of you know just and just not allowing yourself to be taken over by it so what would you say to people
1: well a lot of things can work a lot of things like you know like using like affirmation using talking to yourself a lot better than what you did before so trying you know where we talked about repetition so like repeating, like, so like getting up in the morning and saying like positive things to yourself, you know, I can do this. And, like you know, I am a good person, and I, you know, all of those things, they can work and um, definitely do work. So being more open with yourself, it doesn't necessarily mean that you got to go and talk to loads. Of people. you know, I don't like this thing of going and talking to, you know, some people can't, mm-hmm. but actually talking to yourself in a better way but also understanding that you need to dig quite deep to be able to get results. And it is not a quick fish. You can't wake up tomorrow morning and talk to yourself nicely all day and then be a different person the next day. It's like, it's a slow process, but it will change and it will go and it will keep changing and keep changing and keep changing. So I would say that, I mean, you talk to yourself better, be more open, be more vulnerable accept things um understand that you've got a lot of learned behavior that you've grown up with and as a child it's made a you know it has a huge impact on the person that you are as a teenager and as a young adult and those things that are learned like that take a a while to but a lovely thing about learned behavior is that it can be unlearned and you can change it But it's not a switch. You can't just switch it, but it's a progression. So changing your mindset is all about talking to yourself a lot better, saying positive things, doing positive things, acting, feeling the emotion come in and the feeling and the thought, and then making a change, doing something slightly differently to what you've done before. Because they say, don't they? Like, you know, if you don't, you know, if you keep doing the same, um, keep doing the same stuff and expecting different results. <laughs> it ain't going to happen, like, you know. So you need to change something. No. Negative to positive, you know.
0: No, that's really brilliant. Um, so yeah, it's just to kind of finish up, and you know, just this, this topic. I mean, to those that suffer from, who are suffering and have listened to this, you know, I can't express enough, and John will probably be the same. Is to just open up and discuss it or even you know as as he said there try some of the things he said and you know because i mean i've been there john's been there the best thing you can do is to look at look at things and talk about it and just being able to express how you're feeling is so important because at the end of the day you can not only be able to make yourself feel better but at the end of the day if you reach out to someone and you know you, you think they're struggling or you might think they might be struggling or, you know they could save a life in the other day you know lots of figures have been up on social media about the figures recently so yeah because I just wonder how important it is to reach out open up and just not try and yeah so human connection yeah you know we need to stop this you know negative view on mental health and turn it into a positive
1: definitely it's um i i I have it on my page but i always say like you know um humanizing mental health which means making it so that it's a not we've all got it stop denying it stop pretending that it isn't there yeah go and talk to your friends ask your friends you know that thing that we said before as well like you know about ask again like you know how you doing yeah i'm fine no how are you really doing like mm. let's have a conversation about it like you know Let's talk about it. I'll tell you how I'm doing, and then let's see where we go from there. You know, all of those things are so important, Liam. They're so so important. You know, it's not weak. It's not weak. It's strong. It's strength. It's courage. You know, Definitely. showing your vulnerability is courage.
0: Right. Just to finish up, if you want to plug yourself, you know, your page. If you want to?
1: Talk about it <laughs> yeah, Well. I, I, yeah, I mean, I do all of this stuff on um, Team Sherudo. Um, Sherudo stands for a shield and that's what I presume, like, you know, that's what it is though, you know, it's a, it's, yeah, it's a word that stands for a shield and it's like protecting, but it's the yin and the yang of that. So like, you know, your protection where you wear a shield and don't tell anybody what's going on, but also a shield to protect people and in a good environment to be able to come together and talk about, mental health and help one another you know so that's what that page is all about and I also run whatsapp which is um, org, which is an organization mental health organization for um, again for human connection bringing people together so we'll be in the coming months we will be doing programs to bring certain people together and help them to talk about all of these things and connect with one another and feel a little bit more comfortable like we've been talking about today so Yeah, so those two pages are on Instagram and Facebook. Um, WhatsApp is on Facebook and Instagram.
0: Thank you all for listening. I hope you could take something out from it and learn some things. If you wanna see more of what I'm doing, head over to at one to one underscore mental health on Instagram, that's the page I run. And I post quotes, videos of me talking. If you're interested in what I've been talking about with John today, Feel free to go follow my page. All the support is appreciated. And if you have any feedback on the podcast, I'd love to hear it. So just drop me a DM. And yeah, tune into the next one.